I swear I've recorded this episode five different times because a loud noise keeps on disrupting it every time. <sighs> hey everybody, welcome back to That Skin RX. If you're new here, hi, my name's Caitlin. I am a nurse here in Malta and I am a big skincare freak. And on this week's episode, we're going to talk about basic skincare routine for beginners or if you're just trying to jump back in if you haven't seen last week's episode i highly suggest you go back and watch it it's about a few common mistakes we do on on our skincare routine so let's jump into this week's episode now whether you're 15 or 50 skincare can sometimes feel complicated and time consuming you may have tried it failed to see results, or even given up altogether. So if you're a beginner, or you're just trying to jump back into getting a skincare routine, these are the golden rules for you. The most basic products you are going to need are cleansers, toners or tonics, moisturizers, and sunblocks. And I cannot stress the sunblocks part enough. Forget serums at this point, um, because we want to build up on a skincare routine and not just jump into a routine without knowing what to expect. So let's go in with the cleansing part first. And I cannot stress this enough. Double cleanse. Double, double cleanse. I used to not double cleanse in the past and my skin hated me for it. And I mean hated me. Breakups, large clogged pores, the works. And it only started to clear out once I actually started taking my double cleanse seriously. So you're going to start off with an oil-based cleanser to remove any sunblock, makeup, anything that's been on your face for the day and you want to follow it up by a water-based cleanser to remove all that dirt and dead skin cells off your face now an important thing to know is to always read the instructions on the cleanser you're about to buy some cleansers will tell you to apply it over a dry face some will tell you to apply it over a wet face so please read the instructions um, before using it. Don't just assume um, that you need to have a wet face for every cleanser you're going to use because some of them will tell you to apply it over a dry face and work in some water eventually as well. Now, toners or tonics. Some people might tell you they're a complete waste of money, but in my opinion, they are amazing and it's really interesting as to how these work so what is a toner or a tonic you might ask so it is a liquid that will continue to help remove any excess dirt makeup whatever might be left on your face but the most important part about them is that it helps to restore the skin's pH level. Now, naturally, our skin 
has a pH of 5.5, which is on the acidic side. Now, those of you who have no idea about pH levels or anything, I'm going to give you a quick explanation. So, a pH is a scale of 1 to 14, with 1 being highly acidic and 14 being highly alkaline. 7 is considered neutral. In fact, most of our waters um, are at a pH of 7 or close to that number. Our skin is at a pH of 5.5, which is considered slightly acidic. Now, our skin has a thin protective layer on its surface referred to as the acid mantle. This acid mantle is made of sebum, which are free fatty acids, excreted from the skin's sebaceous glands, which mixes with lactic and amino acids from our sweat to create the skin's pH. Now our skin is naturally designed to fight off infections and environmental stresses and its ability to do so is mostly affected by its pH level. So most cleansers, after using them, are going to leave your skin in an alkaline state. And in order to bring it back to its proper state, while allowing our products to be absorbed better, because our skin absorbs products better when it's at a pH of 5.5, we use a toner or a tonic. Now, um, to apply them, most people use cotton swabs, pour some tonic on it and apply it to your face while others including myself i prefer to apply some on my hand directly and then pat pat that into my face now for the next step we're going to talk about moisturizers um some of you think that a moisturizer isn't a necessity when in fact it is because moisturizers help lock in all what you have just done to your skin care to your skin via your skincare routine while also hydrating it now some of you that have an oily skin type like myself think ah my skin's naturally hydrated it doesn't need moisturizer you could not be more wrong <laughs> when you, go, you have oily skin, sometimes your skin goes overboard in producing more sebum because it feels dehydrated. So it's that that's the natural effect defense your skin has. Oh, I'm dehydrated. Let me produce more oil to counter effect that dehydration. So when you actually have oily skin and you apply moisturizer, that moisturizer is going to hydrate your skin while stopping that excess oil production. I mean, I've seen this myself before doing any form of moisturizer on my face, especially when I go to bed at night, I would wake up with such a shiny face. I would, it would be hilarious. But then as I started applying the moisturizer, I would tend to wake up with a less shiny face. 
which means that my skin felt it had enough hydration to produce the quote-unquote normal amount of oil it it felt like it needed to produce. Now, it's fundamentally important that you find a moisturizer that suits your skin type. You have sensitive, normal combination oiling. When doing this, especially at a young age, you are giving your skin what it needs to stop this premature aging, basically. Applying moisturizer the right way to your skin is also very important. Aggressively rubbing it into your skin can cause more damage than good. My preferred method is to apply some to every corner of the face. Gently make sure it's covering every part of your face and then tap it in. But it's also important not to forget your neck, your chin and under your chin. Apply on those parts in an upward motion strokes that will help your skin from sagging since you are going against gravity. And gentle circular motions helps to reduce puffiness and even adds to even distribution. And for the most important part is sunblock. So this is by far, (coughs) sorry, I choked on my own spit, but anyway, this is by far the most important part about your routine. You are practically going to do your skincare for nothing if you were going to step out without any sunscreen on. Your skin barrier, your skin is a barrier to the outside world, okay? And nothing destroys it more than the harmful ultraviolet rays rays, which the sun emits. Now, our sun has two forms of ultraviolet rays, which destroy our skin, which is UVA and UVB. So apart from reducing the chances of developing skin cancer, sunblock will also reduce the chance of hyperpigmentation caused by scars, wrinkles, fine lines, and also age spots. UV rays make your skin look prematurely older than what it needs to be. I get it, some of you want that nice, lovely sun-kissed look, but it will be more beneficial in the long run to take care of your skin now. Now you might say, I'm gonna be indoors all day. I don't need it. Yes, you do. UV rays can pass through windows. And while yes, there is a higher chance of you getting sunburned outside, this will not stop the UV rays from getting inside. Both UVA and UVB rays are what's known as carcinogens, which are cancer-causing agents, which is why you should invest in a good sunscreen that offers a broad-spectrum protection against both types. And even if you have a darker skin or tan rather than burn, 
skin cancer is non-discriminatory and can be diagnosed at any age, gender, or skin type. Sunblock keeps your skin healthier in other ways as well. Um, apart from that, it protects sensitive skin against sunburn. It also reduces the age, the, sorry, the appearance of sun damage, discoloration, dark spots, sagging, leathery skin, and wrinkles. These protections help you maintain an even more even skin tone overall. And if you see any discoloration in your skin, it's very important you contact your dermatologist immediately. Especially with summer right around the corner. Please don't forget your sunblock. As we mentioned in the last episode, there are certain cosmetic products and even moisturizers that do offer um, SPF in them. But it's not at the concentrations you would need to get proper SPF coverage. In the last episode, we mentioned that if you buy a foundation, let's say, for example, a foundation that has SPF 15 or even 30, you would need one teaspoonful of foundation on your face in order to have the proper SPF coverage you need. So one, no one wants to walk around with that much foundation, especially on in the summertime. And two, investing in a proper SPF, which you would apply underneath your makeup, is also a good point. However, um, if you're going to be going outside, let's take SPF 30, for example. If you're going swimming, you will need to apply it every two hours onto your face again. If you are just going out, you will need to reapply it every four hours. Now, the lower in SPF you're going to get, the more frequent you're going to need to reapply it in order to prevent sun damage. If you're going to have SPF 15, for example, you're going to have to reapply it every hour if you are by the sea or swimming, and every two hours if you are doing just everyday to day items. So, my suggestion would be is invest in a high SPF, and if you want to wear makeup, um, local pharmacies do sell an SPF spray which you can then spray on top of your makeup to make sure you are continuously protected. And if you're going to wear makeup, apply sunscreen under, uh, underneath everything before you're going to start. Okay? So, <clears throat> as mentioned also in last episode, the most important point about skincare is to be patient. Cleansers will show almost immediately their results. However, the rest of the products might not show so fast. Consistency is key. So for all of you that wear makeup, please, 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 please be sure to remove it well before going to sleep. Otherwise, you'll just be clogging up your pores. 
master these three basic steps and then you will be able to fully dive into the wonderful world of skincare. And skincare can give such fascinating results if done properly. And before properly taking care of my skin, um, I was I was really too shy to even be seen without a thick layer of foundation on my skin. Um, my skin was always red and puffy. I was very prone to breakouts. This going out without zero makeup is something I am still working on mentally um, because the scars are still there from what names used to be called to me because of my skin. Um, But nowadays I have a bit more confidence knowing that I've worked on my skin well enough to know my skin is at a good place right now. And I feel more comfortable um, switching out foundations to BB creams. My skincare routine feels more like self-love and pampering than a chore. And if you find the products that are good for your skin type, they will do amazing things. If you have any questions, just feel free to send them. If not, do consult with a specialist or a dermatologist. All views in these episodes are from my personal experience with skincare and I am not a professional on the topic but I do have a background in anatomy and physiology and a background in nursing since I am a registered nurse so I do my research I love doing my research on this topic but if you have any serious concerns or questions, please do contact your dermatologist. If you have any feedback, I'd love to hear from you. I am always open to learn new things on this topic. And till then, I wish you a lovely day, a lovely week. Till next week. <laughs>